People, we need to talk. I'm Pedro. And I'm Christopher. We are best friends from different backgrounds with a generation gap in between. Sharing our opinions on a variety of topics. Hey everybody, welcome back to the next episode. People, we need to talk. How's it going, Pedro? It's going well. Awesome. So, people, we need to talk about this generation gap what about that what about it um so just doing a little research about millennials which is what you are yeah i i, I guess so and i forgot what i was um I, are, I, I think you are like a generation c nope actually um i again baby boner baby boner <laughs> you mean baby boomer yeah <laughs> <laughs> i thought i was a baby boomer too but i'm actually not uh i am generation x and uh apparently there is no generation z this um there are new guidelines um, being placed on the generations but anyways you're technically a, a millennial born between 1981 and 1996 and i am a generation xer born between 1965 and 1980 um and so i was listening to one of the talk shows today and uh, they talked about things that millennials don't use anymore or don't like anymore and it's really true and I've, I've dealt with this in dealing with you oh my, my god so I'm at your experiment you're my experiment well it was just rang true I was like they were saying that and I was like oh my god yeah because I've talked to you about these things you know there's people that actually hate us and the way, oh, millennials don't understand this. Oh, millennials trying this for the first time. Millennials doing this. I mean, I think hating the, the, that whole part of the generation is a little extra, a little dramatic. But um, yeah, I mean, because there are things that you guys have now that I don't know anything about, although I'm trying. <laughs> okay. Um, but So one of the things they talked about is our doorbells. So they say millennials don't use doorbells anymore. Nope. And do, what do they do? Do you know? You knock the door. No, no, not even that. They say like when they arrive at your house and they park the car, they text you here. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do that. <laughs> or actually, I just sent a notification with my current status. So before leaving the house, I share the link so you know where I'm going, and so you have to be prepared with the door open no. just for me. No, no, yes, no, 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 no. <laughs> Here's the thing. Like that's fine. Like if I'm sitting home watching a movie or something and you're going to come watch a movie with me, I'm, I clearly have my phone with me. So here, great. Oh, great. Uh, let me go open the door. But suppose you're coming over. I don't know. I'm having a couple of people over. And so, you know, I'm preparing snacks because I'm, That's a, gringo. Why you do, I'm yeah. a gringo who has to have snacks when you have people over. And you're texting me here and you're standing outside my door and I don't have the phone with me. My hands are in the middle of cutting up crudité. <laughs> right? <laughs> so I don't know you're here. Um, so just ring the damn doorbell. It's silly to me. Nope. <laughs> I know. Apparently not. I, actually, at my house in Port Charlotte, there's no doorbell on on the door and I was going to replace it and then I thought I guess I don't need to nope um, oh, okay. actually now you have uh, like a ring or a doorbell yeah the like... high tech doorbells yeah mm -hmm. so, so millennials will use those oh of course because <laughs> they can just stand outside it and, and yeah. look um, okay well anyways uh, so that's very true uh, the next one is mail like actual snail mail like putting a letter in the mailbox and sending it off nope yeah you guys don't do it unless you have to do it and to be honest I'm out of practice as well but I was thinking about this. I get it. Like, everything can be done electronic. You can scan things. You can take a picture of it. Send it. Whatever you need to send, you can send. But 
here's where the generation gap comes in. Okay. I mean, when I moved away, I loved getting, like, a care package from my mom. Oh, yeah. So, I think right now they use that as a romantic thing. Yeah. Well, but, okay, then at least if it's being used for that, because honestly, you you know, you go to the mailbox every day and all you got is bills. Yeah. Or promos. Yeah, or promotions or junk mail. Like, so how cool is it to actually get a, a, a card-shaped mail with handwriting on it? And you think, first of all, you're like, oh, my God, someone's getting married. Because <laughs> you do get those <laughs> Or uh, the second one is like, what What are you saying? Because I cannot understand that. <laughs> I can't read your writing. That's true, too. I, every time I try to write now, I, I write horribly. Oh, you are awful. But also... <laughs> <laughs> no, I am awful. I'll give you that. No, but even like um, advertisers now are sending letters that are printed in handwriting. So you're like, oh, it's a mail. Oh, it's a promotion. But anyways, that my point is that you get all these bills. So how nice would it be if you actually sat down and wrote a handwritten letter to somebody and sent it off in the mail and they go to the mailbox and instead of getting the bill from FBL, they get a, a hey, just thinking about you card. It's so nice. I think that is a romantic... Uh gesture yes yeah i agree okay so as long as we're in agreement on that it's okay I, I, i'll give you that one uh this next one you and i have definitely 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 discussed and i disagree with you 100 percent. what okay 90 percent. voicemails leave me a voicemail nope if you're calling me if you actually dial my number or speed dial my number or hit the contact and the you, i will text you okay if you text me text me but if you call me Leave me... Because first of all, you don't call me. So if you call me, now I say, oh, it's a mis mixed call from Pedro. I hope everything's okay. And so then I wait to share the voicemail and it's nothing because you hung up. Yeah. And then doubly uh, frustrating is when there's no follow-up text. Like I'm just supposed to know, oh, call me back. You yeah. know, but maybe I, I'm in the middle of something and I just hear the quick message, oh, hey, um, I don't know, the cat got sick on the rug. The problem something. is... Uh there people don't use it and they're full so when you try to yeah <laughs> that's what they said message, there's no space there it's maddening it's maddening nope and also I, I will be honest with you and this could be because i'm 52 and my eyes are going but like sometimes it's harder for me to text right because i'm texting and everything is autocorrect and so it either autocorrects it to the wrong effing word right <laughs> like or or it just it sends like the wrong message and I send it and then I look and I was like, no, that's not what I meant at all. <laughs> so for me, it's easier to leave a voicemail, but I will say the voice note for me has, has taken the place of that. So I know that you like voicemail. So yeah. I intentionally leave yes, you I know. voicemail. <laughs> I know you do. Just to mess around. But <laughs> no. I, I appreciate it. No, I don't do that. Yeah. Well, it, so I get it. But it, but it's the same thing for me as a snail mail. It would be cool to hear a little message from you just saying, hey, I was just thinking about you. Hope you're having a good day. I will text that. I know, but it's nicer to hear your voice. Okay. Sometimes I guess I can just listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one I thought was silly, but it's true. Like taxis. Millennials don't use taxis. Like uh, We use uh, Uber, Lyft, and scooters. Yeah, exactly. Like they were saying that millennials don't even know how to hail a cab, which I think is funny. But actually, I'm all for the, the ride sharing services. I use them now, too. I just don't care for the taxis, especially here in Miami. <laughs> yeah. um, so just the last two things uh, on that. These are two, two things that millennials hate. Relationships. 
<laughs> that is not true. It's uh, it says that it, basically the the story that cited that um, blames online dating apps like Tinder and OkCupid for creating an impulse dating climate uh, that motivates millennials to keep searching for a soulmate. And that, <laughs> if you refer back to our our dating podcast, I think it was the last one or the one before um, that whole idea of. An impulse dating climate is so real. That is such the reality in the dating world right now. Uh, not, well, I do date millennials, so I guess that's why <laughs> that's why I'm dealing with it. Uh, and then the last the last thing on my list of those that millennials hate are are face to face interaction. Uh, and I don't like like and I don't know that this is true, but I do have an this example. Is, you're generalizing a lot, but it's fine. It's, uh, I understand that because I. It's not like I don't like people, <laughs> but I don't want to be around a lot of people. Yeah. But that's a personality thing. It doesn't... No, but I've encountered it because it, it says that they'd rather be on their smartphones. And I think I shared this with you before, but I have a friend of mine who had gone out for drinks and he was sharing his night with me the next day. And he said, yeah, this person at the, uh, at the came up to me at the bar and offered to buy me a drink. And I was like okay what's the problem he was like it was just weird and I was like well did you find them attractive and he, he said well yeah and I said so but if he texted you from the other corner of the bar on some of these dating apps you would have been totally fine with it and he straight face told me yes wow I mean and he he listened he understood and we had a conversation about it and he totally got it but your generation is not used to that my no. generation that's the only way we met people like not with, in bars but like <laughs> like uh, with papers and <laughs> yeah, like notes. Notes Passing and napkins. notes in classes. Yeah, that's what it was. You would write your phone number on a napkin, you know, but you would start a genuine conversation. And from the sound of... You have to mark the whole ring thing. <laughs> yes, you, you used a, a rotary phone. You had to... Like, there was a nine in there. Yeah. yeah. And wait for every number to come. <laughs> have you seen the videos? There are millennials who don't know how to use the phone. They don't know how to use a phone like that, which is yeah. crazy to me. And my mom still had one at the... You know, when she passed away, she still had her, her phone. Wow. But yeah, so so in conclusion, <laughs> I think this list was so right. And and listen, again, we've been best friends now for five years, six years, uh, and it, we can coexist for sure. And I'm learning things from you, and you're learning things from me. But I thought these things were interesting because you and I have encountered them over these past five or six years. So it was interesting just to see it. Uh, I don't know, in in front of me in print. So yeah, like everything, we don't have to generalize. <laughs> Okay, and we don't have to always agree. Exactly. Uh, but we can understand each other. That's the best part. I understand you, Pedro. Oh, I understand you. <laughs> All right. People, we need to talk about this concept of being asked for money when you're stopped at an intersection in your car. Okay, so real people or fake one? Because I heard about... A, this a whole industry. <laughs> well, yes, that, that was part of the reason I wanted to discuss this. First of all, they're all real people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, real people with needs. Right, or not. Yeah, that, that's my point. So here in Miami, and I would imagine in many other cities... Oh my God, Latin America is full. Yeah, I want to hear, hear your take on that for sure. Um, but here, so for me, I am personally, my heart is tugged in both directions every single time. And it's unfortunate for me because almost every single intersection is certainly here near our house, the, that corner right up here. I always get people the people asking for money. And first, first I get angry, which is not the best first reaction. But then the secondly, I get like my heart breaks 
But I think that stems from the fact of what your first question was. Like, I don't know if this is a real person in need. And then my next thought is like, well, of course it's a person in need. Who else is going to stand on the corner and ask for money? Well, guess what, Christopher, (laughs) of your older generation? Like, people scam people. Yeah. And so, again, back to our pessimistic, when I was saying how I'm, I'm sarcastic, there are some pessimistic views that I have, pessimistic views that I have. And, and that's, this is one of those instances where it happens. I automatically go to, I look right at their shoes because someone said, oh, when someone's asking you for money, see their shoes. That's a telltale sign of whether they really need the money. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and it's true. Sometimes you see they have like really nice kicks on. <laughs> what about someone really nice? Gave into no, them? I know. Again, I, that's, that's this crazy conversation that happens in my head. So that's why I wanted to ask you. For me, one of my friends actually told me, then you decide where your money goes, right? Because I'm a giving person. I'm a kind person. I have a soft heart. But she said... That's true. She said, then don't... Just you make the decision not to give money to panhandlers, not to give money to people who are asking like that. And you give the money where you see fit, right? So that made sense to me. But I still feel bad when they come by my car and I literally look at my phone because I feel like, wow, if this person really needs a connection. Yeah, so in my case, I never carry cash. (laughs) Oh, there's a solution. So for me, I start... Pretending like, can to I be, no, you? I, actually, I pretend to be at the phone, <laughs> look somebody else, somewhere else, yeah. and just avoid that awkwardness of. Well, I guess that is, that is one way, though. If you don't ever have cash on you, you can't feel guilty because you have nothing to give. <laughs> that's my case, hundred percent of the time. Yeah, I, I actually can. I actually I need to ask them <laughs> Stop. for money because I never carry cash. No, but there is there is there is um, that where people need assistance. But then there's also like fundraisers, right? You've seen it here too, where like yeah. the high school kids or um, like the fire department. And again, I just still I'm like, are you a scammer? Or are you really? Yeah, those I those are tricky. So my point of view about that is, <laughs> for security issues in Latin America, you have to just avoid that because mostly of that are burglars. Are burglars? But yes, they want to just sometimes they have a gun. Uh huh. And just take your phones or, or your, your. Didn't that happen kids. to your family members? Um, yeah. my mom, I yeah. think, mm-hmm. once. So in the stop line, you have to just close your windows and don't don't talk to anybody. Yeah. Even uh, those moms with baby yeah. carrying babies, you have to be careful of that. Of course, not all of them, but since you don't know which one you switch, yeah, you have to just be aware. And also, um, <laughs> those that uh, clean your windows. Yeah. Over the, so over there is, is they don't even ask you just spray the water yeah. in the window shit and they start cleaning you don't have even time to say no and when you say no because like me I don't have the cash yeah. they just leave it like that oh no <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's so, awful so if you can't pay them for cleaning the windows they make them dirtier yeah, <laughs> yeah. so and of course it's everywhere yeah. like in the entrance of a nice restaurant yeah. and the entrance of this huge mall or they're anywhere and well you went to Europe remember Italy yeah I uh, yeah but I don't remember as much them, them asking for money here in the States actually uh, one of one of the 
place that made the, the biggest impression on me with that was when I went to San Francisco for the first time. You couldn't walk more than 10 feet without being, I'm sorry to use the word, but like accosted by someone asking you for money. Um, and, you know, again, my heart breaks because many of them are in need. But it's it's interesting, even when you're just kind and you say, oh, I'm, I'm very sorry, like you, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't carry cash. Then they, under their breath, will call you uh, Mr. So-and-so or yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's that thing that, that tears at my heart. Um, and I guess it, we're not going to come to a conclusion about it, but I was interested to know your thoughts because you had mentioned that, like, I don't ever feel unsafe here. I, I often drive with my windows down anyways. Um, but, and, and, and actually here, a lot of them are like selling fruit. So like, yeah. at least I would feel, okay, at least I'm going to buy some avocados or some flowers. But it's just it's just kind of rampant. So and in, in, back in Italy, uh, what they do is just sit down on the sidewalk, yeah, and just put some like a can or something there, and they don't ask; they just sit there yeah. and wait until people just give them money. I think that's a different approach. I would almost appreciate that, yeah, for sure. Because it's, it's not like harassment or something like yeah. that. But yeah, I think this issue is something that we cannot handle. It's mostly a political issue because the government should address this problem with our taxes, of course. Yeah. And uh, all we can do is just help them. Sometimes give them food. Yeah. Or just something, no money. That's why I always my mom used to say, because they can use that money for, uh, it's, again, it's not everybody, but yeah. for drugs or yeah, something I, like that. Well, I think I told you I was at the red light here and the, the panhandler was asking, talking to the car in front of me and then the light turned green and all the cars in front of him went and they were still talking and I started to get, you know, <laughs> I have a little problem with road rage, which will probably be another podcast no, um, topic, but I was getting frustrated and just to the point where I was about to beep my horn, I, I realized what was happening and the man in front of me in his car from his driver's seat took his shirt off, took the shirt off his back and gave it to the man. And I was like, oh damn because I was just going ah he's a scammer he doesn't need that money uh, uh, uh. and here's the man in front of me literally and a nice shirt like he was probably he was a professional guy going somewhere gave him his polo shirt and like the guy was so you could see his face he was so blessed so so that's kind of what brings me back to having the conversation I guess I just need to look upon the situation with compassion um, and as my friend gave me the advice just give my money where I want it to go and then don't feel guilty in the situations there all right. I think that's a really good conclusion. Yeah. Government need to fix this. <laughs> and we could, should be more compassionate. Yeah, we should be more compassionate in many areas. And again, talking it out loud is it helping me. It's a reminder to myself. All right. Cool. Cool. Before wrapping up, we would like to share some words. So we just wanted to take a moment to thank you all for listening to this episode and our podcast. If you found something that you liked or something that made you laugh or something that inspired you, we would love it if you would take a moment to like our podcast, share our podcast, give us a rating in whatever platform you are listening to your podcast on. We would love to um, have some input from you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much.